Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Every April, when Earth Day rolls around, we stop and think about the place we call home. We take time to think about the plants, the animals, the environment that we all occupy, the depths of the oceans, the peaks of the mountains, the abundance of forests. But Earth Day is also a reminder about how carelessly we can treat our planet and how we are already suffering the consequences. Kung kaya this month, we are sharing episodes, both old and new, from the different shows under Puma Podcast about our environment. In the 1930s, forests made up more than half of the Philippines' land area. Ninety years later, less than 25% of the country's forest cover remains. Think about that for a moment. We've lost millions of hectares of trees to over-exploitation. And we experience its effects year after year, from landslides to flash floods. Since the late 1980s, for nearly half a century now, the Philippines has started and seen to various degrees of success, a number of programs to bring back our trees, to reforest our land. But what government and non-government actors are realizing is, it's not just about planting trees. It's about planting the right trees. Hindi lang maraming puno. Kailangan yung tamang puno. Native trees. Mga katutubong puno. The ones that had been growing in the Philippines since our pre-colonial days before exotic species were introduced by foreigners. One of the Philippines' leading botanists was, for decades, at the forefront of sending this message. Leonard Ko dedicated his life to researching and promoting indigenous tree species for forest restoration projects. Because aside from its pioneering attributes, it also is a legume and mayroong mga nitrogen fixing nodules sa kanyang mga root. And so therefore, mahalaga siya as a soil restorer. Ko said, if the Philippine environment is to heal and thrive, we literally have to go back to our roots. And then, a decade ago in Kanangalete, while leading studies into indigenous trees, Leonard Ko himself was cut down. killed by Philippine soldiers in what government says was an operation against communist rebels. Media reports say government soldiers shot on Leonard and his team using as many as 250 bullets. The soldiers say the victims were merely caught in the crossfire between them and the New People's Army. 
In this special three-part series of Teka Teka, with support from Internews' Earth Journalism Network, we look at Leonard Koss' legacy. What was the impact of his research? How has the pursuit of justice for his murder gone? And a decade since, kumusta na? How are the people like Leonard who have made it their mission to take care of Philippine biodiversity? This is the first episode of Leonard Ko, A Taxonomy of Justice, a Puma podcast production. I'm your host, Trisha Aquino. Before the Philippines knew the name Leonard Ko, he was just a guy who really, truly loved plants. I first met Leonard in the late 70s when he was doing a lot of field work and finishing his courses at the University of the Philippines, Baguio. So we became friends. And by that time, I was very well aware that he was doing the research on medicinal plants in the Cordillera. That was conservationist and historian Rowena Reyes Bukirin, a retired professor of UP Baguio. He was a longtime copy mate. And that's the kind of discussion I really enjoyed discussing with Donard because I don't think you have a lot of people who know that my Kubo is about vegetables introduced to the Philippines. All of those vegetables and fruits were not from the Philippines. They came from China and Mexico. But most of those brought by Kubo were really introduced during the contact period, pre-colonial to colonial years. Leonard wasn't a stuffy academic. In college, he was a member of the UP Mountaineers. And in professional and academic circles, he carried himself with an informality and roughness that said, I have nothing to hide. Yes, Leonard, talagang laging may Anthony Arbias, a native plants conservationist and eco-guiding expert, met Leonard decades later. Anthony, though, had long heard of the botanist in his circles. Matagal ko nang narinig yung pangalan niya dahil pareho kaming mahilig sa ferns or yung mga pako. So ako, more on yung gardening ng ferns and siya naman is more on sa taxonomy and botany niya. One time, may, I received a text message from a common friend na mahilig din sa ferns na sabi, gusto daw ako makilala ni Leonard ko, tapos gusto daw pumunta sa bahay namin para makita yung collection. Ang ginawa ko nung the day itself, lahat ng mga medyo rare at yung mga mahirap na makita mga botanicals na talagang kailan, magaling ka talaga para malaman mo, medyo tinago ko siya sa mga likod-likod. So, 
nung dumating na siya, yun, pinakilala, tapos dire-diretso agad, wow, ganyan-ganyan siya. Tapos nun, eagle-eye siya. Kumbaga, nakita niya agad yung mga tago-tago. And then from then on, doon na nag-start yung friendship namin. A chance encounter at a jeepney stop after that led to the two finally putting up Leonard's dream organization, something that would be dedicated to their mutual love for native plants. In 2007, the first meeting of the Philippine Native Plants Conservation Society was held in the bonsai garden of the University of the Philippines, Diliman. After getting registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission, Leonard, Anthony, and other like-minded friends eventually set up shop in a bahay kubo in the Ninoy Aquino Parks and Wildlife Center. Doon ko siya na, nakatrabaho dahil nga uh, nagkaroon kami ng mga MOA with uh, DNR to make a re-inventory ng buong Ninoy Aquino Park. Tapos yan, mar- marami ng sunod-sunod. Anthony began joining Leonard in the field. He was connected with ano, parang two organizations nung nabubuhay siya. One is yung doon sa Institute of Biology sa UP. Diliman, and the other one is yung dun sa talagang main na trabaho niya, which is uh, sa Conservation International Philippines. So ang ginagawa niya is uh, nag-inventory ng mga areas, mga project sites ng ano, mga organizations na yun. And then they do recommendations after. Yung may iba naman ay uh, nagbe-baseline siya because later on yung mga project sites na yun ay gagawing repo sites. By REFO sites, Anthony means reforestation sites. These are areas that have been damaged over the years, denuded, literally, nakalbo, and need to be revived. So to be able to have a very successful and sustainable na, ano, na projects, kailangan mo muna kasing i-baseline. Kumbaga, aalamin mo muna kung ano yung mga andoon originally rather than yung basta pupunta ka na lang doon tatanim ka na kung ano-ano na gusto mo. So yun yung general objective niya. Tsaka nga yung parang yung personal niya is talagang dapat i-promote yung mga ano yung advocacy on native plants. Yung ano kasi niya parang idea niya kasi salimbawa meron kang ano meron kang isang branded na sasakyan Although pwede naman na gumamit ng mga ano ng mga surplus or yung mga hindi ka brand na ano mga spare parts mas maigi pa rin na pag repair mo siya is gumamit ka ng original. Leonard's work in botany and taxonomy took him all over the country. Taxonomy is basically the naming and categorizing of species. Which species are related and which branched out from where? How do you trace evolution moving forwards or back? Leonard did this with Philippine plants from the 1970s to the early 2000s. And Demto Anda was among those who saw him in action from the 1980s to the 1990s. Today, Demto is the editor of Palawan News. But back then, he was the program manager for Conservation International, and he was in charge of their projects in Palawan. Leonard was already a popular figure in the conservation circles. Uh, when I say popular figure, it refers essentially to the reputation that Leonard has as a leading botanist in the conservation field. There's only a very small group of people who does the kind of work 
that Leonard Ko did, no? And Leonard Ko was primus pares, no? Among these uh, scientists. No? At the time, Palawan and Sierra Madre were priority areas for Conservation International. I remember Leonard was also very much, uh, most of the time in Sierra Madre, he was working on a forest plot there in Palanan, Isabela. Yung forest plot na yun was part of the network of forest plot, important areas in the, in, in the globe, no? under the Center for Tropical Forest Science. No? For a hotshot scientist, Leonard was what Demto called a very ordinary guy. Napaka-unassuming. Leonard was a lot of fun to work with. But he would really come to life in the field. He hates to be in the office. He basically wants to be in the field all the time. The only time you can find him actively being animated inside an office setting is when you're discussing about plants or you're discussing about plans to go to the field. When we were scouting for areas of project areas, at one point we had to trek the river and he didn't want at first to ride the kayak boat. Sabi ko, bakit Leonard, ba't ayaw mo magkayak? Eh kasi daw, hindi siya marunong maglangoy. Talagang terrestrial person siya. Pag nasa field work yan, gusto niya, dahil siya nagluluto ng pagkain nyo. Uh, he, he wants to talk a lot, no? Ang isang nagkakaproblema lang ako sa kanya noon, tatandaan ko, when, if we are in the field and we have to take walks, uh, he always slows us down. Kasi pag maglalakad yan, lalo-lalo sa mga gubat, even in uh, sparsely forested areas, Ang bagal niya maglakad kasi lagi siyang tumitingin-tingin sa surroundings niya. Nagmulekta siya, tinitingnan yung mga down at yung mga, yung mga puno. Anthony can attest to this. Every puno, every halaman, may kwento siya. So, limbawa, isang puno, supposed to be two minutes lang yung allotted time lang dahil kinuha, prinases, inidentify. Limbawa, bibigyan niya ng kwento ng 10 minutes bawat isa. So, imagine mo yun kung 100 times, 2 minutes, ang laki agad nun. So, doon po mapagal yung, ano, yung, yung trabaho. Plus, ano siya eh, fan of wildlife. So, hindi lang plants yung gusto niya. Pag nakakita ng insekto, ng ipon, ng mga snails, ng mga snakes, lahat yun. Kumbaga, tinitignan niya at uh, pinipicturan niya. Demto adds, Even if we were in other places like in, in, in campus surrounding, uh, in some other countries, uh, na may natural environment. When we walk between two buildings, he would slow us down kasi titingin-tingin siya lagi ng mga halaman sa paligid niya. That was, that was Leonard. Meron tayo mahigit-tandaan na species ng pig. Yung mga 40 dyan, eh, mga stanglers at yung tawag natin ba? Yung tawag natin baliti. So yung nakikita niya rito, hindi bunga lang. So what exactly was Leonard's work? What did a botanist like him spend his everyday doing? Here's Anthony. Gumagawa sa'yo ng mga plots sa mga areas kung saan sila engage. Ang gagawin ay papasadahan muna siya. Oh, ito, syempre yung una, merong mga, ano, mga communities doon so hindi pwede dahil nga sira na yung vegetation. So, aangat ka ulit doon sa medyo mataas na part. Kaya lang, may tanima naman. So, wala na rin yung natural vegetation. So, aangat ka ng aangat hanggang doon ka mapupunta sa medyo sulok-sulok ng bundok kung nasan pa yung mga natural na gubat. And then, pag nandun na, edi maghahanap ka ulit ng yung mas ideal. Kumbaga yung walang mga tinatawag na mga exotic 
trees. Halimbawa, wala ng presence ng mangga, ng nyog, ng avocado, at yung mga iba-iba pang mga halaman or mga puno na supposed to be wala naman doon dahil sila ay mga introduced species. So kapag na-reach na yung point na all natural na siya or all native, yun na siguro yung pipiliin na site. And then uh, gagawa ng, ng plot, so susukatin siya. Then pag nasukat na siya, kasama na lahat yung mga other assistant, yung mga climbers, yung mga quarters, etc. Iisa-isahin na yun about isang puno doon. So una muna ay mga puno yung itatag at i-identify. Kung hindi ma-identify, aakitin ng tree climber yung puno para kunin yung uh, fertile part kung meron. So ang pinaka-importante ay kung meron siyang bulaklak, yun yung pinaka-maganda. At kung meron din siyang uh, fruits, mas maganda yon So kung hindi siya matapos doon sa field, kung hindi magkatapusan kung ano talaga identification, iuuwi yung, ano, yung material na yon Yun yung tinatawag na herbarium specimen. So ikakat yun, tapos iano muna siya, ilalagay sa supot, tapos iuuwi. Very laborious yung process na yon because biruin mo, iisa-isahin mo lahat yung mga puno doon sa isang plot. Pagkatapos nun, kapag meron pa mga interesting na mga halaman, ang tawag namin yung mga herbaceous, ito yung mga halaman other than trees. So halimbawa, pwedeng vine, pwedeng orchid, ferns, sinasama rin siya dun sa inventory. And what is the value of this back-breaking, painstaking work? Here's Demto. Napakalawak ng kanyang collection. Those collection of plants and plant photographs were very important not only to him, but to the scientific community. Eventually, he wrote that into a book. That was uh, what I would say would be one of his major contributions to conservation science in the Philippines and in the world. Anthony adds, Isa, isa sa mga official na napublish niya nung bata pa siya, yung Common Medicinal Plants of the Cordillera Region. So talagang sinaliksik niya yung mga yung mga halaman na merong medicinal properties nun sa area at yun ay kanyang kinumpile. Pero yung composition nitong libro nito ay both yung native tsaka yung mga exotic. Meaning yung mga, for the longest time, ando na rin siya, although galing siya sa South America, sa iba-ibang bansa. Pero nakita ng mga tao doon na meron palang ano, may visa sa katawan. Very valuable research for Filipinos in rural areas who don't have access to modern medicine. Anthony also talks about Leonard's major contribution to science yung permanent forest dynamics plot sa Palanan sa Northern Sierra Madre National Park. Sa buong Pilipinas, ito yung pinaka-longest uh, running na ano, study plot, 20 years old na siya, na kumbaga every tree na hindi ko sure kung 1 cm or 2 cm up, lahat yun ay nakatag. So lahat siya ay may identification, pinapakita kung gaano yung growth rate niya, kung paano yung distribution niya, kung kailan ba siya nanganganak, yung mga puno doon. So, isa siya doon sa mga, dahil isa siyang, ano, kumbaga, benchmark when it comes sa pag-study ng mga halaman dito sa buong Pilipinas at sa buong mundo na rin. Kumbaga, greatly look upon yung, yung study plot na yun sa Northern Sierra Madre National Park. It was also Leonard who started the practice of the tree walk. A tree walk or nature walk ay isang klase ng simpleng pag-trek or simpleng pag-pasyal uh, sa isang natural na gubat or pwede rin naman na nasa urban setting. Pero kinikwento mo yung tinatawag na natural history ng isang lugar 
at yung mga ethnobotanical values ng isang halaman. So, siya yun. Kumbaga talagang yun yung personification niya na parang siya yung nagpopularize ng ganong klase ng approach sa conservation. When we hear from Leonard's colleagues, it's clear just how much fascination our native flora held for him. How much he wanted to protect it and to preserve it for future generations. His friends also said Leonard was a photography enthusiast. He was always looking for the best angle from which to capture his beloved plants. He was continuously searching for literature about them as well. Pero what's the point? What does caring about our biodiversity have to do with us? Here's Demto. Conservation is a lot of things, but it's essentially trying to save very important species of plants and animals that we have in our uh, important environmental settings. No? Conservation is all about trying to keep these important areas in its purest as much as possible state. It entails a lot of work also. Basically, you have to understand what's going on in these important places. Only then can you be able to effectively intervene so that you are able to conserve or preserve these areas. Dapat natin maintindihan na napaka-unique ng Pilipinas. Napakaliit ng bansa natin kung i-compare natin sa continents ng Europe, ng Asia, ng Americas. Pero napakasiksik ng diversity ng ating mga plants and animals. Kaya nga tinawag na mega-diversity country ang Pilipinas. Kumbaga, meron kang mall, meron kang mega mall. Kung meron kang star, meron kang mega stars. Nakakalat yan na napakahalaga ng Pilipinas as a country for biodiversity conservation. Dapat po natin maintindihan yon bilang mga Pilipino na to conserve our biodiversity is not just to conserve our biodiversity for the purpose of doing science work. Kundi, we conserve our biodiversity not only for our generation, for our next generations, kundi as a legacy to the world. Kasi kailangan natin itong protektahan dahil wala nang kapalit ito. Our biodiversity is our legacy to the world. And Leonard Ko tried his hardest to make everyone he encountered understand. But time wasn't on his side. In the next episode, we talk to his family and friends about his killing. We also get an update on his case. This is Leonard Ko, a taxonomy of justice, a three-part series of Teka Teka, with support from Internews's Earth Journalism Network. This series is produced and hosted by me, Trisha Aquino, with additional research by Kat Ventura and Macy Hoven. It was edited by Carl Sayat. Thank you to Fred Ochavo for sharing the clips of Leonard Ko that you heard earlier. Subscribe to Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.